Welcome to the Angelscapes podcast, where you're encouraged to uncover and develop a direct connection with your soul's power, wisdom, and spiritual intuition that is ready to blossom. We'll explore new ideas, compelling tips, and real steps to help you learn simple spiritual practices. We're a safe place to learn more about accessing your soul's power with education and spiritual wholeness that could bring more clarity to your life. Now here's your host, a practicing medium, Akashic Records practitioner, spirit artist, coach, and mentor, Dr. Reverend Nancy Smith. Do you wish that some psychic could tell you everything about what you need to know in life and who can give you the answers that you're looking for? Is there somebody there or is there a place you can go to that's going to explain things? Where's the um, Chilton's How to Do Your Life book? But I have to say, being psychic doesn't mean you know everything. Hello, this is Angelscapes and I am your host, Nancy Smith. Um, And in this episode, we're going to have a conversation about intuition and psychic abilities. Can psychics read your mind or tell you your future? And do astrologers have the answers of where your life's heading or where it's going to go? So let's talk um, about the difference between intuition and talking to spirit, talking to your soul. Let's talk about your journey to know the truth about your life and yourself. So being psychic doesn't mean that you know everything. This is a quote from a teacher of mine. This quote opens the door to many ideas for me. Um, when, cause when he said it, I went really, and what he was referring to was in remote viewing, a psychic viewer, uh, and we controlled remote viewing. We'll step back to that in a minute is asked to find and bring back certain informations from an, um, an unknown target or unknown to the viewer with information and only the tasker or the person with the question knows where the target is or what it is that that they're looking for. And once the remote viewer returns from the session with the information, he or she will um, only have the information that the tasker had in mind. If the tasker decides he also wants to know something else from the site or something else from the tasker's life, the viewer won't have that information because that's not what they were asked to do. That's not where they were guided to view or look from. The world is a huge place. Our psyche is a huge place. Life is a huge place. Um, it's almost impossible. I can't imagine all that information fitting into one brain of one person asking you a question, then you know everything about them. Um, And so the tasker or the client may ask, why not? You're psychic. You should know everything. You should should have known all this. Well, no, the answer is no, there's no should there. That psychic has to do with being able to read information that is energetic, that is not there in front of your eyes. Sometimes a viewer, and I'll go back and forth and explain what I mean by these these different words, um, can only see what they've been asked to see. And sometimes they can only see or perceive what spirit is telling them. And we'll talk about the difference between those two things. So a remote viewer is somebody, controlled remote viewing is something that I've been studying and I absolutely adore it, where there's a lot of system there's a system and a process for getting information uh, for, our, for a target. It's usually a target is numbers. It's just the code. 
that that you tell your subconscious mind, I want to know information about this. And your subconscious mind is equal to your higher self or is equal to the Akashic records or is equal to source. Subconscious mind knows is much bigger, knows much more than our conscious mind. And our subconscious mind just very slowly, like a like making coffee when those drip coffees instead of Keurigs used to be drip coffees through the filters, slowly drip the information from the higher mind slowly comes into the conscious mind until the conscious mind can grasp it. Now, the trick of that is <clears throat> whether you're just reading someone psychically or get vibing into them, or you're viewing a target, if you take the information and jump to understanding it too soon, you will do what we call building castles, or you will <clears throat> take a a certain amount of information and you'll make a pattern out of it. And then your mind will decide this pattern equals this. So therefore it must be this. And um, that formula you may find um, doesn't work, especially if you're, you're new at this. Um, the formula is a, uh, you're, just, you're defining something based on a limited amount of description. <clears throat> and you're deciding that it means this when it's not quite that. You're just having feelings and suggestions that are coming from your subconscious or your higher mind and your conscious mind is trying to understand it. What we want to do is um, whether you're in remote viewing, the, the mantra is describe, don't define. And I've applied that to my mediumship work and to my, my um, intuitive work um, that when I feel or sense something coming from another place, and we'll talk about all the different places this information can come from, it's important that I don't decide what it is. It's important that I go back for more. I have this feeling of this. I have a sense of this. It's, it seems big to me or it seems small to me. It feels annoying. It feels this um, cold or, or whatever it is that I'm getting in all of my senses. Um, and then I'll describe that to the client who's sitting usually in front of me or on Zoom or whatever. <clears throat> and as I do that, I am asking source to fill in the blanks. Tell me what this means. What do they need to know with this? Where do we need to go with that? If I'm using cards, angel cards or tarot cards or, or inspirational cards, and I'm laying them down in a certain pattern, that that pattern um, when the card is in a certain position, it's talking about this aspect. When it's in another position, it's talking about this aspect. So when I put the cards down, I may even touch them, or I may even um, just take the, a color or a texture from them and describe what I feel from the cards, not actually intellectually analyzing the cards. I know what, that certain tarot cards mean certain things, and then I'll take that aspect and I'll look what's, what's around it and I will actually put my fingers on it and say, and I ask Spirit, what are you telling me about this card? Um, and it, it comes from um, the concept of touch. And we actually, when we um, shuffle the decks and, and we pull the cards that feel like the right cards, we're actually using that touch. We're asking our subconscious mind, when it feels right, tell me and I'll pull it or just guide my hands to pull something. So we're working with um, the energetics of touch, the energetics of understanding and that through um, fingertips or, or through our physicality. And that's one of the clairs. We can, that's clairsentient is also feeling it, feeling, feeling it physically or feeling it in our bodies. And another clair, and I'm jumping into these so that you can understand one of the places we, 
we get the information, would be clear cognizance where you just know something. But the knowing is beyond anything that you would assume to know. It's it's like if I'm looking at this and I'm I'm feeling this um invisible thing or this energetic thing, and it feels like such and such clairsentient, and then something may occur to me or some um thoughts may begin to flow into me that are not my thoughts. But I usually go to the clear cognizance last until I and, and until I really feel that there's a flow, that coffee drip is really picking up and we're making some good coffee there. And then I know I can speak through the clear cognizance can start to speak through me. And then there's clear audience where you could hear something and may hear a word that makes no sense um, to, to what you're doing or what you're saying. But the word may say, I was doing a reading the other day and I kept hearing homeless, homeless, homeless. And, uh, and I finally said, um, you're talking about your family member. And I feel like there's some homelessness around them that they're having trouble with the roof over their head. And, um, and yes, that was absolutely true, but I was hearing it clear audiently. I was knowing it in my head. Do you see what I'm saying? Or there's clairvoyant where you see something, um, you could see a picture or you could see a color was by, or, um, any number of things. Seeing is really interesting because you think you want to see the picture of what's actually going on, but instead your higher conscious mind is giving you little snippets as best it can that your conscious mind can in, um, express. But again, don't identify it, describe it. So if I see a red Cadillac um, slipping by in my clear buoyant what I do is what I ask spirit or I ask my higher mind what is it you want me to see about this red Cadillac and I hear ostentatious clear audience or I know spending more money than you really have or look at how big those tires are or something will come up from my sense of things and I describe what I'm seeing but if I hold back and don't say red Cadillac right away and describe it then I can step into where we're going with it sometimes when you see something um, psychically or you see something sometimes when you feel and sense certain things psychically your mind can throw a picture out up and say this is what it is and then you really need to test that picture really need to take a look at does this picture mean something to me? Is this giving me information that is accurate for what I'm giving to my client? Or is, or is there something else happening here that I just need to give it a couple of minutes? So you test the clairvoyant, you test the picture that's in your head and you keep pushing at it until the best thing stays solid. If I ask three times and I get the, 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 the same similar information over the three different ways I've asked, then I know that it's legit or it's something that's strong that I need to follow through on. Um, but anyway, going back to being psychic doesn't mean you know everything. So that goes into um, not only you're being asked, sometimes, oftentimes in a reading, as a Akashic Records reading, I will say, what part of your life do you want me to explore as I open the records? Where am I going to go? And some people say general. And then I ask their soul to take me where they want me to go. And um, the reader has to accept where I'm going to go because they said, whatever my soul wants me to know, okay, that's what we're going to do. But if they're saying, go into my family or go into my relationship, 
with my children or go into my relationship with my husband, that's where I go. But if you come out and you give the information, yes, that's good. That makes sense. Because our lives are huge, guys. And um, I could spend all day telling you all kinds of things about this and about that. But I want to know what you want. And then I want to hear what your soul has to say about it. And then I bring them together. And that's the growing, the learning, and the revelation that you may need in, in that um, in that session, in that connection. But if somebody wants to know about X, Y, and Z over here, and then at the very end, the very end says, oh, by the way, can you tell me this stuff over here? I'm already here. You're going to get what you've asked for, and you're going to get what your soul wants you to know, and then we move on. So I'm... I, psychics don't know the future necessarily. They see patterns of energy that can flow. And if a psychic is seeing something intuitively, you know, the psychic intuitive, they're exchangeable, they're those interchangeable words. Um, where's that information coming from? What, you know, you got to lift the lid of the, uh, the hood of the car and go underneath into the engine and say, well, what's cooking here? What's What's going on here? And the soul can step in and begin to give you solid information about what is happening with this person or what is your, their soul want you to know. Or sometimes mom comes through or a relative or loved one will come in and, and to describe things. And that's source of energy, that's source of information. So you have the psychic source, which is your senses, um, your clairs, clairvoyance and everything leading into the person around their auric field or, or what's happening when their emotional body, their physical body, their mental body, and that's you seeing and you delivering information as best you can. Now, if you want to have a deeper understanding of what that information is, you want to go to the soul. You want to go to spirit. You want to um, say to the guides, um, what else is here? What am I seeing? Can you give me more information? Can you clarify this? Where's their healing in this? Where? Uh, what is the best tool to offer my client here? What does my client need to know? And so the conversation is no longer with the client. The conversation is with a larger energies or, or um, if you will, different intelligences that are coming. So you, so can a, as you just read somebody psychically and how you feel about them, can you know their future? Well, you can kind of infer what might happen or you could kind of create a picture and decide and you might be right you might you you might you might miss it a little bit but if you're working with that higher power and you're going deeper and deeper that's where the juice is that's where you're going to um have tools and have healing and have emotion and a plan of action to move forward and that, that's at least that's how I work um and I tell your future not really there's many nobody can really say the future. They can see where the energy or where the actions that you're taking is going to, are going to take you down the line, but you could be wrong because a person can change their mind. Just the fact that you're telling somebody because you believe this, because you're doing this, because this is happening, your soul is saying, or your guides are saying, you're going to end up over here. And then during that session, that psychic information is now taken in consciously by the other person. They change their mind and they take a different action. And so that's a good thing. Um, but they say you were wrong this didn't happen well I was actually glad that I could help you change your course through the guidance that you were getting from your spirit and your soul so um, reiterating that the 
the clairs and the psychic and the intuitive when you blend in with somebody else is coming person to person. And you need to, as a reader, if you want to go further with it, you need to now blend in with higher intelligence, their soul, their guidance, your guidance, and, and so forth to really get the understanding and the action to take that um, that their guidance may be asking them to take or to do different. Um, sometimes when we get the information so we know why and we understand what's happened or what's happening or what we're doing, that can change everything. And sometimes we get the information of why this is happening and what's happening, and where you're going and how it all happened to begin with, and then but you have no idea where to take it. You don't know what the next action item is. You don't know where the next step is. And that's another place where I work with people is to say, okay, so your soul's saying this, we see this energy happening over here. Um, and then I go into your soul's book and your Akashic records with the guidance of your soul and your guiding angels and whoever's going to be talking to us to say, what are we going to build here? What do we need to do, do differently? What, what tool can we apply that will have a different outcome that will have a better sense of well-being or more, something more inspirational? So that information isn't coming psychically. It's coming from a higher power. It's coming from a different intelligence source, from another point of view. So, so now you have, you're going beyond the psychic. So as a psychic, I don't know everything. But as I talk to using my abilities, my clairs and my intuition to listen to a higher power, now I can bring something a little bit bigger. And it, it has that has a little bit more meat into it, but it doesn't come from me at all. Sometimes I find myself saying, things that, oh, oh, I should be listening to this because I didn't know the answer to that either. And um, and it's, it's really a gift when that happens. Um, you too could have intuition and read your own life and understand your own pathway and understand where your well-being is going, where your thoughts of your well-being is taking you or where it could take you in another direction. If you learn your soul languages, if you learn how to listen to your soul, listen to your guidance, and we can all do that. We all have the ability to do that. It's not always an outside job. It's sometimes it's it's really about living through what you have in a in a conscious, aware way that can bring you to another place or an, or another destination than the one that you were going when you kind of weren't as mindful or you weren't as aware of the choices that you were making, nor were you connected into you know, higher power that has eagle eyes that could see a little bit beyond what you're doing. Um, I had a friend of mine. Um, made this statement. She's an astrologist, very talented. And uh, she was talking to her client and uh, telling her in this planet and this conjunction and this, this, this over here and this house over here. And uh, the client finally said, you're not going to give me the answer, are you? And she started laughing. And then the client started laughing. And then they realized, no, you have to do your work. You, what I'm giving you is a tools some tools, what I'm giving you is, is some insight to why you, what might be motivating you, but you now need to make the choice of what you want to do with it and what you are going to do with it. I can tell you what you're unconsciously doing with it. Um, maybe it's the money thing or the relationship thing, but now that you know it, what are you going to choose to do? And maybe that's a whole nother reading um, is seeing now that I know that I have these aspects and energetics in my life, what do I do with them? And that's a really cool going into the Akashic records. And um, 
looking into the different soul books and to the different plans and to seeing where soul contracts are that maybe need to be released and you need so that you could have the freedom to make different kinds of choices and we could see where your belief system and your belief structures are keeping you in a certain paradigm you, and that there's only four four corners to that and you and you need you need a fifth or sixth corner to get out so um and that's where the akashic records can be very helpful and i have to say that in the akashic records those of us who read them are reading using our psychic abilities using our clairs using our, our senses to go beyond ourselves and the source is the akashic records the source is the guides the re, you know the masters the teachers the loved ones who um have information so the information is coming through the psychic abilities coming through the clairs but it's not because of them. Does this make sense to you? Um, let me say it another way. Um, you're, we're, 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 we're tubes, we're channels. We're, we're, um, we're bring, our abilities to be intuitive and to be psychic is an opening for source to flow, flow through. And the information from source is the information that's the most important that we want you want to have that i want to give that kind of thing um and there's a reason going back to the answer i, I asked you this i ask this question and i want the answer says the client and then the reader says well this is the information i get and then this client says but that's not helping me i need to know the really information and the answer isn't there sometimes the answer isn't there because what we want is different than what is available to us or it's or something different uh we need to ask a different question we need to come from a, from a different perspective so we can understand the intelligence that and the, and the message that our soul is giving to us sometimes the answer isn't available because we need to grow and learn and um and live our lives a little bit more fully so that we are prepared for the answer when it does come because the answer is never what we think it's going to be it it's never um organized the way we think it ought to be organized and um and the timing of it has its own timing spirit has their own timing every single time spirit has their own timing it doesn't mean that we don't have influence to what spirit is saying and that we can't co-create with spirit it simply means that you know you want to ride that you want to take your training wheels off of that two-wheeler you need to ride it a little bit more so that you can get a feeling of balance. And once you have that feeling of balance, we can graduate you without the training wheels. Then we can get you even bigger bike. Then we can get you a dirt bike. And then, oh my gosh, sky's the limit. But you need to learn what you got to learn before you can move to the next step. So oftentimes we ask these questions that take us to a place that we're not ready to go to. However, the desire within us to go there is real. Um, and, um, and we and there's a reason why we have that desire. It's usually embedded somewhere with a little soul salt there saying, come on, come on, you can do it. But we need to be willing to take the steps and do the training to get to where we want to get to. And that includes if you want to be a reader or, or, or do things psychically, you, you need to um, take the steps that you need to take to understand how you work psychically, how you pull in that sense power that superpower and how you work so that you're not tripping over your own desires your own expectations of how the answers should flow 
Instead, you're learning to be more and more open to the flow of spirit, to the flow of that higher mind. The higher mind, like we're not higher mind here, but because because we're we're in a three-dimensional form, but we can achieve that higher mind. That's why the psychic, a psychic doesn't always know everything. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about psychic healing um, and uh, the ability to bring in that healing energy, the healing energy that may not have a lot of information, but has the healing energy or the healing power to reach through you to another person. Um, and that um, he, he, you're, getting, you're using your psychic senses and it's flowing through you from your higher power through your body, um, through um, to, an, to another person or through your auric field, however you want to picture it. And that is an, a higher vibration energy that begins to remind your the, the person in front of you and yourself what a healed body looks like or a healed self looks like. And it inspires you to begin to take a deeper journey into on your healing path. And um, so that it, your psychic ability is pulling in a higher energy that's expanding around you and your client that's um, causing a change that's going to take you to a better place. Take them to, they're going to take themselves to a better place. It's going to remind your psyche, remember what you were created for? Remember how you were created? Remember what well-being is? And um, there's no words with that. That is simply is energy that flows that shifts us, catalyzes us to be at a different place, be energetically. So I'm going to talk a little bit about your brain your mind, your mind um, wants to understand your unconscious self or your ego self wants you to be okay. And they have lots of rules and they have lots of expectations and they have been feeding you information since you were born about how life works. And it's feeding your brain, which is a computer and your brain is saying, oh, I got it. I got those formulas. If I do this, this, it'll work. It'll be okay over here. The shoulds in your life. If I do do this, this is going to make sense um, for you to follow these directions, but the thing with, um, your unconscious self, it doesn't learn and grow. It just creates a lot of rules and a lot of stuck energies that say, here's how it works. And if you follow these rules, you're going to be okay. And life's going to be good. And a lot of times those rules don't take us to life's going to be a good place. They just take us to the same place we started from like a hamster wheel. And, um, so our mind listens to those energies and begins to look for the same thing that our emotions or unconscious is telling us so if we step into an aware place using our intuition and using our connection to a higher power through meditation through prayer we begin to in, um, introduce new thoughts to our brain and we begin to talk to ourselves i want you to find more of this i want you to find more peaceful things i want you to find more happy things i want you to find something that stimulates me and inspires me at this level. And the mind kicks back and says, yeah, but what about this over here with this rule that we've been following? I want you to set that rule aside and I want you to move forward. And it takes a big um, arm wrestle sometimes to do that kind of inner work. Our um, conscious mind or um, and our super conscious mind or our, our soul or spirit are constantly at war with each other in the sense that our unconscious self <clears throat> or the self that knows all the stuff 
doesn't want us to be in trouble or doesn't want us to lose. It wants to make sense of it, where here comes the, the spiritual aspect, the soul's, the uh, big subconscious mind knows more and wants to introduce more. And so there's always like a, a, like a warfare going on between us until we move to a point where we train ourselves that this higher information is safe, it's inspiring, it's where we want to go and it's what makes us feel good. Um, and that takes practice, a spiritual practice, meditation, it takes prayer and it, and it takes being willing to hold still for a little bit and not jump on the first answer that shows up for us. Even though we really think that's the right answer, which brings me back to is we feel so completely that this answer or this story that we're telling ourselves is so real that we will almost say, it's true. It's in, it's what I know to be true. It's psychic. It it tells me how life is, but it's not, and it's still embedded in our own inner self. And and it's what motivates motivates us to go on a certain path. But it doesn't teach us. It doesn't help us to learn and grow. And we stay in the same cycle instead of moving forward. And that's a little bit of a clue to know: Are you living your spiritual best life, or are you recapitulating? what you've known to be true since you were three years old kind of thing. So that's why sometimes when we say um, just, you know, being a psychic, you don't know everything because your mind interrupts you or your, your inner child interrupts you or your inner knowing, which comes from your unconscious self, interrupts you and overwrites the new thought, the new idea, the new appreciation. It's a practice, guys. It's a practice whether you are a reader who is reading for um, other people or you are intuitively healing or working with people to go beyond what they, you know, where they are in their lives because they, they're asking for help for that. Or if you're just doing it for yourself, you can't believe everything that you think. You can listen to what you think and you can get the message from it and you can appreciate what's going on there, but it doesn't mean that it's going to rule your life or your feelings or, and thoughts are going to rule your life because they're based not in the psychic, not in coming from the soul. They're based in what you know to be true. And sometimes they're based in trauma and they're based in hurt and they're based in um, what you've been told your whole life. So you get get the flow of what I'm doing when you're learning to be psychic. You have, you, you're also learning about yourself. You're learning about what where you hold the reins back. Now, speaking as a medium, working as a medium, working as somebody who's communicating to another intelligence, somebody who used to be alive, you used to have a life and now they're on the other side and they're communicating to you. Um, this, this is the same thing. Um, as you, the communication comes through our senses, through clear cognizance, clear audience, clairvoyance, clear aliens, clear gusting, um, and many, many, and, and, and some other subtle ways that we haven't even named yet. Um, and that information comes through us and we need as mediums to stay still and let that information flow. However, it's going to flow until we really feel that it's flowing and we're not trying to make sense out of it. It's just coming directly in and it's in, in coming directly out. And we're not, it's not stopping home to get a seal of approval. It's just moving through. And that takes building a relationship with spirit, with your guides, with your higher your higher aware self and you're changing your relationship with your unaware self and um gosh every single medium that i know 
have gone through uh, deep um, challenges and deep changes within themselves where they've had to let go of what could be real, what should be, the, the shoulds, what should be real, this is how it works too. I'll let that go. And what's really happening here? What am I really hearing from spirit? And the loved ones in spirit that are communicating through the medium still have their own perceptive perceptions and their outlooks. And this is how I lived my life. And, and this is what I was good at. And this is what I was bad at. And you talk to uncle Al, who's really bad at money. You wouldn't necessarily ask him for financial advice because he still doesn't have that um, or, or, or things like that. Or, you know, our, our uncle Freddie was divorced five times. You wouldn't say, you know, can you help me with my marriage? You know what? He wouldn't, might not, he might have some wisdom. He might not have all the wisdom. Do you, see, you follow what I'm saying? We still have a thought process. We still have a mind. We still have a personality that we're working with that knows what they know. They're not quite knowing everything in the whole world just yet. They can go and get it. They can work with your guides because they're much more free on the spirit side to connect with lots of different intelligence and to lots of different forces. Maybe they will, maybe they won't, but mostly you want to know who are you talking to? Where's the information coming from? And where is it leading me to? Talking to your soul is, and your guardian angels talking to those, takes you to those higher levels, takes you to that higher place. Your soul knows why you're here. Your soul knows what brought you here, what you're trying to um, work on and grow and learn from, what emotions you're trying to evoke so you can inspire yourself to move to uh, this new place or this new way of experiencing life. So be the medium that talks to your soul and ask your soul, so what are you, what are you looking at here? What do you, what do you see, see in here? What do you, what's your advice? What's your awareness? How do you want to work with me in this lifetime now, now that I'm here and you're here? And we're more aware. Where do you want to put this in? Lots of questions. Change your questions, and the information that you get will change. Do you see what I'm saying? So, um, um, there's lots and lots of wisdom out there, and there's lots of lots of limitations within us. And so, um, yet let those psychic abilities, those abilities to see beyond what's right in front of your nose to kind of develop into new thoughts, new places, new um, stations in, you know, in, in your understanding is a, is that's the pathway to having that psychic or their intuitive tool go beyond your, un, your unconscious ego self to, to something big and brilliant and brighter wanted to talk to you about the pathway that I see um, for us to move toward our soul, to understand our soul. And the pathway for me has always been, you learn now to love yourself. You got to learn to like yourself. It begins with the gratitude practice of, of knowing what, you're, what makes you happy and what you're grateful for in your life. And as you begin to look at those things, you begin to train your mind, find some more of this and find some more of that's that touches my heart, that fills my um, gives me a sense of satisfaction, uh, fills my spirit, makes my spirit sing. They start tiny. And then the more that you do those things, the more that your mind looks for them. And the more that you, your aware self begins to trust your, or your, I could just say your unconscious self begins to trust your aware self because you're feeling better. And then once you trust yourself, um, you can go deeper with your intuition and your connection. And um, you begin to become very creative and new ideas start to flow in. And those new ideas are, can be inspired from 
your, you know, your alpha brain, your, your higher mind, but it's also inspired by your soul and your soul begins to speak to you through that joy, through that happiness. And you start to like, Oh, I got this great new idea. I got this great new thing. Uh, let me try this. And then all of a sudden you're inventing the light bulb and it's, it's going great. And that's when you're in your soul power. And, and that's when your intuitions and your, your six senses are starting to really work for you. And then if you want to go even deeper and develop those, you, those um, other senses, those super senses, those super sensitive senses, um, you, you can take that and go further, but you've already created a foundation of appreciating yourself, of, of gratitude practice, uh, of following through on what makes you happy um, and appreciating and being grateful for what's coming your way. So you're making more room for that stuff to come in. So that foundation needs to be nurtured and cared for constantly. And then um, the psychic stuff comes on, the intuition comes on, and uh, but don't stop there. Don't stop there because that you don't know you know, you don't know what the plan is. If you stop there, you don't know what, what all could be around you or what all could be coming towards you. Um, we have a lot of things coming towards us all the time. We only see like a teeny bit of it, 0.1% of it. Um, so but building in this practice of seeing beyond and, and, and growing, using our psychic tools and our Claire's to grow deeper in our lives is the whole purpose of having those gifts. So when you say, I feel it, I sense it, I know it, there's something here, you know, to travel more to get, to get the more information or to, or to uh, co-create with that higher power to create what it is that you're longing for, what you're dreaming of, what you desire, and be willing to take the time. Everything comes in its own season. Everything comes in its own levels and let those levels happen so that's my talk today um and hopefully there's something here that you can use and i wish you all the best and um i challenge you to find out what is your pathway to your soul power and live the life that you want and love and care about so have a wonderful time and i'll see you next time Thank you for joining the Angelscapes podcast. We hope you've gained new insights and inspiration for your journey to uncover and access your soul's power. For more information and a deeper dive into finding clarity in your life, go to angelscapes.com. Remember to subscribe so you can be part of the discussion. It may just change your life. See you next time.